So I recorded um, an episode talking about emotional intelligence and the inner child. And a lot has transpired since then. Um, I actually got acquainted with a part of my inner child or my inner teenager that needed me the most. And in that previous episode, I made a lot of references to ages 7 and 13. And these are the ages where most of my traumas surfaced. But I wanted to spend a little time talking about shadow work because getting to know your inner child is true shadow work. And a lot of people talk about shadow work, but they talk about it, I want to say, in theory and not in application and practice. Um, I will eventually share my story about my traumas and, you know, what happened at ages 7 and 13. It might be this episode. It might not. Um, However, what just prompted me to record this was me doing a candlelight meditation in the bathroom. So I just got out the shower. Um, I was naked and I rubbed some turmeric oil on me and it stained. So I'm like, let me just stay naked. Let me just embrace this. And actually I was listening to a podcast too and everything aligned was like, okay, let me go in the bathroom right now and do this um, meditation. So the reason why I mentioned that I'm naked is because that's when you're in your most vulnerable state, right? And um, being in the bathroom with the candlelight isn't really like, you know, all that powerful, but it is when you turn the lights off. And I feel like that scares a lot of people because I was first told to do this kind of meditation, like I want to say almost two, three years ago, but I was always a little too fearful to really get anything in the moment. And what just came to me was I saw three different versions of myself. I saw my physical body. I saw a shadow version of me that was a little bit taller than my physical body. And I saw a third shadow version of me that was huge and like penetrated through the ceiling. And so I think maybe it's the way I placed the candle, whatever. I didn't think about it too much. I just lit it and stood there and decided to stare at myself. I was told in the past as well that um, how I read people, because I am a seer, is through trance. And it's a quick trance where my eyes project and receive energy as I stare at somebody. And they'll start to silhouette and turn into black. And that blackness is just their energy. Um, You can try this for yourself because this is something I've been doing for the past two, three years as well, is taking a mirror and meditating in front of it and just staring at myself, whether I see my aura, whether my whole face turns black or my whole body turns black. I just meditate in a mirror, breathing and staring at myself. And what that blackness is, like I said, is your pure energy, your soul, your essence. And so... The easiest version of this would be to go in the bathroom, turn the lights off, and light a candle. Because if you stare for like two, three seconds in that state, you will see all blackness. Versus if you were just to sit in your room and stare in the mirror with the light coming through 
um, either the light bulb or from outside through the window, um, you it would take a little bit longer for you to reach that state of silhouette in all black energy space. So that just came to me immediately as I got out the shower. I'm like, I just connected all the dots. I'm like, oh shit, like, let me just go in the bathroom and do this because it's going to be an easier version of me to, easier version of this meditation of staring at my own personal energy and understanding myself and understanding the things that I need to fix and pay attention to right now, as well as, um, just me being vulnerable and enjoying being naked. (laughs) So Tying this all back, back, ooh. <laughs> tying this all back into shadow work. Like I said, I saw my shadow selves, and I um related this to the id, the ego, and the super ego. However, I haven't sat down to like fully dive into that yet and what it means spiritually. But what really prompted me to record this was because I understood that you know, maybe being in the dark is a lot, like, is a trigger for a lot of us. A lot of us are scared, you know, we're scared as children of being in the dark, of being in the house alone at night and stuff like that. And some of us are still scared. So taking these external triggers and bringing them inwards is what shadow work is really about. And I've been going on and on and on about this because um, numerology, numerologically (laughs) yo um it is a six year which deals with the themes of relationships family compassion love understanding right now we're in march it is a nine month so this deals with endings and where there are endings there are new beginnings and we are currently in sidereal pisces season So I've been noticing a lot of themes through my friends, through readings that I've done within the last two to three weeks, that um, a lot of relationships are either starting or ending, um, and they're serving like a more, a, a way larger purpose than what we see when we just, you know, fall in and out of love with somebody. These relationships are trying to get us acquainted with major karmic themes and cycles that have been playing out in our lives, in our soul's journeys, things that have been beyond lifetimes, beyond this dimension, beyond this realm. And I'm noticing this like it's like back to back, person after person. And I'm like, oh shit, let me pattern this together so I can understand and see the web in all of this and how it relates. So a relationship is simply a one-to-one connection. So I would explain it more in depthly because you can have one-to-one connections with, you know, people at the grocery store. So I feel like a relationship is has more invested time and more invested energy and emotionality to it. And a lot of the relationships that we encounter, whether that are whether they are romantic, um, or platonic, our relationships with our families, our close cousins, our distant cousins, our relationships with maybe our mom's friends or our dad's friends, you know, 
All of these relationships serve to show and reflect something within us that we need to work on. It is so common for the quote-unquote conscious community to talk about how we are all one and everyone is just a reflection of one another. But what does this mean, you know, especially when you come across somebody that you don't like or you don't resonate with? These are parts of you that you don't like or that you don't resonate with, parts of you that you have repressed, parts of you that are hidden in your subconscious mind. They are an unconscious to you and, you know, your everyday waking life. But these parts of you are showing up in these different people because they're waiting for you to acknowledge them. In those shadow aspects, in our subconscious mind, there is a lot of power. There is a lot of growth. There is a lot of evolution. And I think I'm just going to um, keep this episode short. But I just wanted to graze over the topic of shadow work and how it relates to the inner child. And um, I guess I threw in a meditation that you guys can do as well. Um, And just the themes for this year that I've been noticing. Because your inner child is trying to get you to notice parts of you that you locked away, parts of you that you stored away due to trauma, due to pain, due to grief, bitterness, resentment, you know, due to you not being heard or seen. And these things show up, like I said, in relationships as well, so that you can get more acquainted with these parts of you, with your inner child, with your own subconscious mind. And so I feel like especially during this time and like the karmic themes that I'm noticing and how impactful they are. Like um, with my whole seven-year-old and 13-year-old traumas and stuff, it was a part of me that wanted to be more connected with my mother. And it came to me after me and her had a very open and loving conversation that This has been spinning out over lifetimes, lifetimes, that this is something that I've dealt with for years, for eons even. (laughs) So through me doing the necessary healing in this lifetime, I've healed all those past versions of me and all those versions of me on other timelines. You know, I've patched up every single version of me, every single part of my soul that had a bad relationship with whatever mother I had in another life, you know? And me and my mom's relationship was very turmoil in this life. I put her through hell. But um, we've always loved each other and always been there for one another. And I see just how strong this theme is. This theme is... I've been having typos, I guess, this whole episode. So I guess it's time for me to close. And um, maybe on the next episode, I might dive in a little deeper and explain, you know, my traumas, the shadow work that I did and am doing because it's not a, like, one-stop-and-shop process. 
It's a continuous thing. And you're always going to meet people. And you're always going to be in relationships with people, whether they're friends or romantic, to try and teach you about parts of yourself. Because even if, let's say, those those versions of me when I was 7 years old and 13 years old are healed by the work that I'm doing today, and in 10 years, there's going to be a part of me that maybe I denied when I was 24, because that's how old I am now, or a part of me that didn't get enough love or that wasn't seen enough when I was 24 years old. So now when I'm 34, I'm encountering situations that remind me of this time period in my life so that I can go back to those parts of myself, go back to those memories and bless, bless them with love, give them love, give them compassion, give them what they wanted and what I wasn't able to give them in those moments. So until next time... <laughs>